Welcome to So Many Bits. I'm your host, Bill Nielsen, and joining me once again from this palatial VoIP line in the middle of the internet is Di Billick. Di, how are you? I've lost my way. I'm in some type of strange iridescent tube, and it's glowing and pulsating as if it's alive. Be careful if it looks like it's full of stars. Move away from that unless you want to become like a cosmic being. Okay, okay. I'll stay here with the pixels that don't look like stars. Okay, yeah, like there, you might see some stars that are like pixel stars, but those are okay. Th- those ones are cool. Okay, I'm confused now. <laughs> I'm just going to go back to the darkness. <laughs> Yay, darkness. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so, Di, just uh, thank you so much for coming on again. You know, you were on last week to talk about the uh, Cowboy Bebop episode we watched for screen watching. But now I feel like you've, you know, you might, you might have been spending some time at home lately and Maybe you had a chance to play a video game or two. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, so, hey, Di, what you playing? Listen, uh, what am I not playing is the real question here. But you all know all right. what I... Well, I mean, <laughs> hey, Di, what aren't you playing? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> near Automata. Automata. <laughs> Can't even say it. Oh, wow. You know what I want to talk about. Everyone's been playing yeah, Animal Crossing. That's what I've been playing but also final fantasy 7 remake i've completed it i've completed it we will not talk about the story we will talk about the mechanics we'll talk about the the game aside from the story that we all know anyway no spoilers this is a clear fine safe thing to listen to yay yes this is not going to be any discussion of the story of final fantasy 7 remake but uh die and i and we're gonna Grab a third person, I think, are going to do a spoiler cast for the Final Fantasy VII Remake. So keep an eye out for that. That'll be in the next couple of weeks. But this is not that spoiler cast. This is zero spoilers. You don't have no. to turn away. No. 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 <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. Die. We've all played Final Fantasy VII. And if we didn't, then we definitely know what the story is. But no, guys. No. You don't. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, it's it's a remake. So they remade the game. And that means dot, dot, dot. Going to stop you there. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll just jump right in here. I was scared. I was like, how are they going to do this? You know, it, it was with trepidation that I entered Final Fantasy VII Remake. Very different from the way that I entered the last Final Fantasy, the large, large title, Final Fantasy fifteen which I entered into with crossed arms and a frown on my face going, prove me wrong, <laughs> motherfucker. I hate, I hate you. I hate it. This is goth, it's a bunch of goth kids running around feeling sorry for themselves. And you know that I, at the end, cried for about 40 minutes <laughs> because I had to say goodbye to my friends. You know, it's, 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 trying to keep an open mind, but having expectations. And I, of course, tried to keep my expectations as low as possible for Final Fantasy VII Remake because I was so excited about it. I couldn't believe that it was in my hands and I turned it on and the beginning with the Midgard being open to us and just the whole newness of it but the nostalgia, it hit me so hard in the feels that I I think I cried 
I, I had to like try not to cry because I was like, even like kind of embarrassing myself because I'm like, why am I why am I so emotional? This is crazy. Did you play the demo bill before it came out? I did. I played the demo and like the demo actually put me in a place where I was like, so, you know, as I've said multiple times on the podcast, I was in the play the game no matter what. And the demo, it had its good points, but because it focused so much on the combat, I was like, eh. And luckily, though, playing the actual game kind of uh, took away my misgivings. I, I was much happier playing the actual game once I got past the demo portion. I agree. And it was less of a tutorial in the main game than it was in the demo, I feel. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe it's the same thing, but it felt a little different. Maybe because I was I had become familiar with the controls and the mechanics. I got to say, the... Oh, man. Just being able to wait for my ATB bar to fill up and, you know figuring out like real time action like I'm blocking with my buster sword and I'm waiting to do a special move and I'm hitting these motherfuckers and I'm just like in heaven <laughs> I like I loved it so much I loved I was so worried that they were going to mess this up because with 15 you have the real time combat and they're and, you know it's just so different from a final fantasy and I was not into that idea or that concept but Everything wrong with 15's combat, they changed. They give you the... It feels like you're playing 7 better. I I just... I loved it. (laughs) I loved every minute of it. The, The satisfaction of being able to smash things, go between characters. Like, you know, shooting stuff with... With Barrett's arm. Oh, God. And then, like, actually feeling the punches of Tifa. God, it was just the greatest thing that's ever happened. It's all very... I know that it seems like these reviews are very black and white with me. Either I really don't (laughs) like them or I really, really like them. But, I mean, we all knew where I was going with this one. (laughs) Let's not lie. No, that's fair. Having talked with you in advance of this recording, I knew that you really, really liked this game. So, I mean, that's good. Yeah, I... I liked it a lot too. I'm I'm playing through it uh, pretty quickly, uh, but I'm also like stopping to do every single side quest along the way. So I'm at like 30 hours, and I think maybe we're recording this on like a Saturday morning. So I think maybe we'll I'll finish up this weekend. You know, I'm guessing I've got like five or so hours left of main story. So yeah, I mean, it would be very uh, suspicious of me to say I didn't like my time with Final Fantasy VII Remake, although. I still can't believe they call it Final Fantasy VII Remake. That is like the worst title for a video game I've ever heard in my life. Oh my God. It's so bad. And you know, again, not no spoilers, but I, is it perhaps lost in translation that it, it they are remaking it? Not like, <laughs> maybe they should have called it Final Fantasy VII Redo. <laughs> yeah, I like, I don't know how you convey that actually but they didn't find the right way to do it in english i would say they didn't and i know that a couple people are a little upset about it but i man those same people i think might be upset if they didn't change a couple things and just like yeah the the whole like midgar was enriched to be such a full and fully fleshed out place with way more fully fleshed out characters and you know 
because everything was so much more fully fleshed out, we could be there deeper, I think. We're deeper in the story now. The characters are more fleshed out. Midgar is more fleshed out. Just the beginning where it shows, uh, you know, a flower that's kind of like wilted. We're able to, you know, we're able to be there in that space and we care about it more now. So it's like, or I can only speak for myself, obviously, but uh, the thing is like, when I was a kid and all I had were video games, you know, like I didn't have parents. <laughs> I had friends in video games. And like, in a way, the media that I consumed parented me. And you can say what you will about like violence and video games, violence and da 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 da. Like, no, like not my experience. It shaped me as a person because it gave me messages and whatever having that world and that nostalgia just like come back in that way and me being able to like again I'm a kinesthetic person with the rumble pack like every time I smash something I could feel it and it's these characters that I love and the mechanics the game mechanics and being able to do everything I did that I loved in the game but also smash people it's so fun and it's so fulfilling and like cathartic in a way because I'm replaying it and like I don't know I think a lot of people can relate to me saying that you know when we play these games when we're younger or even as younger adults a, a lot of us spend time daydreaming about what these people would look like if they weren't cubes <laughs> and triangles <laughs> running around and like what the world would look like and how they would sound and like if these were real people like I know that I daydreamed about that all the time and seeing it, it was like seeing, it was like someone went into my brain and like made my daydreams come true. And I know that's like a really heavy thing to say, but it really, that's the feeling that I had when I was playing. And I just, that's, I think why I loved it so much. There are some, there's definitely some bad things about it. Like the, it's just an arduous task to go under some rubble or to hate like try to move on the side of a ledge it's like uh why like why are you doing this to me why are you making me sit and wait <laughs> it doesn't feel like I'm in control of my character when you slow me down that much is that necessary and like you know a couple of the a couple of the side quests were just like kind of labor intensive but I still feel like they added to the story so not nothing of the negative things on my list really affected my gameplay what about you <laughs> well uh, let's start with you know I agreed that like this is a thing where I didn't imagine they could ever make a game that made me feel like I did when I first played the uh, Final Fantasy 7 on the PS1 and this comes about as close as possible to doing that the graphics are very, very good. Like for the PS4, they really pulled out all the stops to make this thing look really, really nice. And I kind of wondered if the thing, if the reason for all like the pauses and like the moving through gaps and stuff is, I don't know for sure. My guess is that it's like a thing where they have to load in more stuff in front of you. Like the more, I thought that you know, too, the map. but I so thought like that they're too. artificially slowing you down. It's a possibility. They did it in 15, too, and it was just so friggin' cringy. Ugh. Impatient. I want to smash stuff. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but more than the graphics, I found the music to be incredible. Like, oh, God. they went and orchestrated, like, every single song or track that showed up in the original game, and they all sound really, really good 
I, I couldn't have imagined it better. Like having, you know, I'll have listened to the orchestral arrangements of some of these uh, pieces that have been done over the years by like, you know, orchestras and stuff. And this is just that or just as good, if not better, but actually in the game. So it just that enhances it even more. I think it's better. Uh, you know me, like I, <laughs> I habitually listen to uh, reimagined and orchestrate like fully orchestrated Final Fantasy soundtracks all of them even ones I haven't played I love it I love Nobuo Uematsu and I love I love the soundtracks and this god like even the uh, the squat challenge they took and made like a techno version of a song that I've been listening to forever I don't like my brain was screaming out with joy I was like, the happiest person in the world the the whole like ugh, I don't know the only thing I didn't like was the new wall market music because the original wall market music was one of my favorites in in re- original seven they took the that was great because they had that under the uh collapsed expressway and they had that in certain parts and they made it more modern and I loved that that was really fun but is it that's so the new wall market sound I just I wasn't into it. I wish they would have put the old wall market sound throughout the entire wall market, I guess. That is such a tiny, stupid-ass complaint. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, that, that was my only bad negative thought about it. So, so agree with you on the music. And, like, they, they could have even stopped there, and that would have still been good. But then they went and did, like, those reimaginings of 30 tracks that you can find throughout the game and, like, put them in the jukebox, and they all sound really good, too. Yeah, so agreed. So agreed. Uh, I'm so glad you brought that up. I was trying not to talk about it because I'm such a music nerd about it. But uh, that was one of the that made that like gave the world so much more texture. And it's almost like they didn't forget anything. I actually didn't really like Tifa's theme back in the original because I always thought just the way it sounded like with the synth where I was like, didn't really lend it any favors but now that they have reimagined it with like uh it sounds like a clarinet doing the music yeah it's like oh this is really good now it's now it's like one of my favorite tracks me too it's beautiful and then also they change each theme to fit the situational you know if it's you know they they take Aerith's theme and they make it different depending on where you are in the story and what's going on and uh they have those who fight they have those who fight harder they have all these derivatives on these main compositions that we grew to know and love and it's like it enhances the game and the gameplay so much god uh (laughs) I would be really surprised if there was a better soundtrack that came out this year. Like this Never. is the this is the best I've heard in quite a while. Same. I'm glad you agree. Let's see. The so the combat. The combat is creative. It tries some stuff and like I think as the game progresses I'm getting a little better at understanding what it wants you to do. Mm-hmm. because the thing that happens a lot with the combat is wh- whichever so in, for people who aren't familiar you know this is not a turn-based game you, you have the option of doing turn-based combat it's called classic mode but you know normally you're playing in real time you run around 
you can press square to attack and then you can press X to like kind of pause the action and choose a spell to use or an ability to use. And to use those spells and abilities, you have to fill up your active time meter. And the active time meter will fill up just like normally on its own by you running around and doing stuff. But like it fills up faster if you attack people. So or if you block. In- or if you block. So you're just in- you're encouraged to be like involved in the combat pretty heavily to... Uh, move those abilities and cast spells more quickly what i noticed like over time is that you know you fill up your active time meter way way faster than the computer ai partners will do it and then the computer will always aggro you like if whatever player character you are you'll always get aggroed so the idea i guess is like you're supposed to like cycle between the characters pretty frequently Yes. And like you're eventually supposed to be comfortable like using them in different roles and like so you're cloud for a little bit, you you, you cut with your sword, you you pull off a move, then you switch to Tifa, she punches someone in the face, then does her move, then you switch to Barrett, he shoots a thing, and like not just like sit on one character the whole time. But you can. You can do that. I I chose you can to do that on some characters for a long time, but I, I don't know, I just it was depending on, you know, the battle because there's some bosses who are immune to magic and then immune to melee combat and you kind of have to, you know, you have to be tactical with it. But you can also, if you don't want to wait on that but still issue commands, you can press X. You can issue commands while still being in control of just one character. And that is, that is they give you a bunch of different ways to play. I hear what you're saying. You, you are absolutely aggroed, and it kind of makes the distract set of magic obsolete, and that's kind of annoying. It does, and, like, there are some materia, too, you can get that are, like, you can get the auto-cure materia where you equip it to one of your partners the like that you don't control, and it will, like, automatically cause them to cast heal, or mm-hmm. cure, I mean, mm-hmm. but it seems like kind of a waste like well why don't i just like take control of them and have them drink a potion or i'll cast heat cure myself you know right and i just i found the whole thing to be complicated occasionally rewarding and occasionally very frustrating (laughs) very frustrating interesting okay so my main thing that really bugged me and maybe this is just like you know bill you need to be better at the game or that's just how the game is made is I felt like there were a lot of times where your characters are too easy to knock out of the thing they're supposed to be doing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so when you do a limit break or when you do a summon, you know, it like cuts to a close up of the character and they like, they'll do it no matter what, pretty much. Yes. With the abilities and the spells though, it's not that hard for you to like be doing your thing and an enemy will like whack you and you just get knocked out of the ability. You don't, get your time your active time battle meter refunded you just it's just canceled and yes. that feels crappy it's not a good feeling when you're like trying to do your thing and like the enemy who has you know the ai in the game has more information about what's going on usually than you do when they do that it feels like the game's kind of cheating it's and frustrating it's yeah especially bad if you're trying to heal someone and like i've had way too many times where it's like whoa barrett's low on health i better cast cure on him and so i go to you know whip up the cure and i throw it him and so then at least you cure yourself but it still feels (laughs) crappy 
And yeah, like uh, it, it just has led to some very difficult fights where I feel like, you know, I'm trying to like kind of hang on there. I'm on the back foot and I'm trying like I've had it happen a couple of times where I was like, all right, heal this person. They die. OK, Phoenix down this person. I die. And now I'm like flipped to my third person. and They're both down. <laughs> it's like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. The only thing that I found is a solution of that is to run away and then do the thing just so you're not just so you're not interrupted and then it's like you're still interrupted and they cast sleep and then you gotta wait a minute and then you're like bound by someone yeah that gets a little frustrating i feel like um there was another game that i played that was so much like that and i think that i and i can't when you're operating solo and yet someone casts sleep on you or they bind you that is it's like 10 to 15 seconds of you standing there doing nothing that's like an eternity <laughs> in the context of playing the game. I think that the game wants you to really utilize the assess ability and then change your equip and change everything that you have going on based on the cast of enemies that you're going to be playing at the time. And that really is labor intensive. I have to agree with you on that. You know, like they want you to know it, to know when you go in what the abilities of your of the enemies are and like you have like a bangle that can ward off sleep or whatever that really honestly super labor intensive but if you think about it that's what we've been doing with old turn-based final fantasies for a really long time like if we go into this certain dungeon we know that this air this area is filled with this certain type of enemy that always casts poison so we're going to wear this thing that stops us from being poisoned do you know what i mean like i think that they tried taking that old element of preparation in battle and applying it to this game do you agree or no i agree that that's what they're trying to do i just i don't always well you hate it (laughs) i don't like where it's you know you have to you know do the fight assess figure out what the enemy is about get your ass kicked or you know maybe you win either way and then next time, next time, you know mm-hmm. what's up. I don't really like that style of I know. Uh, preparation. I know. <laughs> right. I, I'm going to have to agree with you on that. But I do credit them for what feels like a throwback. Listen, I'm like the, I'm like the Trump supporter who insists that he's doing right on every <laughs> step of the way <laughs> with, Final, with Final Fantasy. I just am. I'm sorry. It's cognitive dissonance. <laughs> they can they can do no wrong. I'm just kidding. They can do wrong. But I I hear you. I absolutely agree with you. I think that that's that's totally valid, but I think that's why they did it. Yeah. In that okay. way. Okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so the combat's, you know, there, but like I, you know, I still have been enjoying the game and I'm still rolling along. And this next complaint is partly driven by the fact that I'm stopping to do every side quest. So I acknowledge that like I could be going faster in the game if I wanted to. And this will not be a story spoiler, but it will be kind of. It's the pacing of the game is uh not always good. Uh can you give a can you give a specific example? Are you talking about uh um... Well, let's let's put it this way. If you know all the beats of Final Fantasy 7, then sometimes it feels like a lot of time passes between those beats where they're just like kind of adding stuff that doesn't matter. Sometimes it's good or at least mm-hmm. kind of interesting. And sometimes it's not good. So, okay. uh, yeah, that will, ha- I mean, I, I, 
it's kind of not fair. I can't really get into it more than that without talking about the story, but that's just, I feel like the, you know, when they were saying, oh, this game's going to be 35 to 40 hours, I was not happy about that. I would have, right. they could have made this game shorter and it would have still been just as good. They could have, but I found myself in game saying, God, I want to just be here forever. I just want to be here forever. So I actually did appreciate some of the more arduous and drawn out side quests. I, I did. I was like, it, it stopped the story and that's never good for sure. But I it selfishly for a dumb reason, which everyone will probably agree with or disagree with me on. And I, I acknowledge that I, I just didn't want the game. To no, end. that's not, that's not unfair. And it's I mean, not the same. That's okay. When you beat it, but you know, but it's but I I totally get your point and I agree with you. But for me personally, just because you know I'm a weirdo and I want to be in this world forever, I don't want it to end. I like these side quests. I like seeing the rest of Midgar, and I also have to say, and this isn't really a spoiler, but if you don't do all the side quests, you don't get as much situational fullness. Yeah. Uh, no, like well, like, like there are uh, two different kinds of side quests, right? There's like the side quest side quests where like. You're in a you're in a town, and then a character will be like, "Boy, sure looks like a lot of people around here could use some help." And then you'll get like six side quests. Yeah. But then there's also like the discovery thing, yeah. right? Where it's like, this is adjacent to the main story, but you can skip it if you want. And the discovery stuff I always found to be yes. more interesting. During those really pointless ones that did nothing for the story or to move the story forward and didn't really add anything to the characters. I still really liked them just because I was able to play the game, I guess. And again, I'm totally, probably everyone will disagree with me, but I just liked being in the world for a really long time. And I was really, I was upset when it ended. It, it's not the same when you beat a game and then you go back to specific chapters to experience the game again. It's just not the same for me personally. So I don't ever do that. I would play the game from scratch again. So I don't know. Yeah, like I, I think there are, some ways you could do it to make it more entertaining that would have required more time and effort i realize but like there's one moment in the game where barrett is just like kind of singing to himself he's like oh boy we're off on this platform to look for treasure and i was like that's funny that's cute (laughs) there is a good amount of conversation there there is a good amount if there was more it would be gooder (laughs) <laughs> I agree. I agree completely. And you know, like the nostalgia machine that is like the head manipulator that runs the Final Fantasy franchise and whatever happens to it, they so know what they're doing because they have fully fleshed out this world in a way that like I don't know, I can't explain it. I feel like everything that they made the characters do made the characters more them. You know, like I don't I don't really feel like anything took me out of the world that I knew I was going into. And I think that was really cool. Here's the, here's the key thing. Having not yet finished the game, I can't 100% certify this, but we'll like 95% certify it. This was good. They did a good job. I like the way things are going and I can't wait for whatever comes next. (laughs) Yay. Great. Wonderful. I am probably going to play it again before summer. I'm not going to lie. I loved it that much. I just absolutely loved it. I know I'm going to play other games, but boy, oh boy, 
what a great time. Uh, and if you're wondering, like, hey, should I pick this up or should I just wait for all three to come out? I personally think that it – I know that you probably, if you're playing it and asking that question, you've probably played the original or at least are, you know, familiar with it. I think it's a standalone game. And, uh, I mean, if I'm going to already – if I'm already wanting to pick it up and play it again just because I really, really want to because I enjoyed it so much, I would assume that other people might feel the same way as it being a standalone game. I w- absolutely wouldn't wait for all three to come out. I just wouldn't. And I know that some people are in that style of like, well, I don't know. I don't, how am I supposed to know what happens? I can't wait that long. Yeah, it's frustrating. <laughs> that part is frustrating. But we kind of, you know, I can't say anything else. This is The Force Awakens or The Avengers. There is a beginning, a middle, and an end. But there is definitely indications that more stuff is going to happen. For sure. And I don't know. I... No regrets. A lot of people that, I don't know, I I don't want to call it ignorant, but some older people who played the first one and don't game anymore, I saw a a few of them getting really angry that it wasn't the full game. And it's like, just do a tiny bit of research on it and see that they're trying to fully flesh out this into probably three acts and they wanted to give more texture and life to Midgar, which in and of itself should be a full game. I, I'm sorry if you disagree with that. It's They did such a good job doing that. And I know that the side quest can be slow. But I mean, now we have this full world that feels so tangible and real. And it, it had already existed in a lot of our imaginations. And if it didn't, then, you know, now it does. My husband had never played a Final Fantasy before 15. And he is kind of at the end of the 7 remake. And he's absolutely loving it. And he is you know like it's he's a first timer and he tends to pick up games and just kind of like either love them or hate them it's more of a black and white uh experience for him and he's like loving it loving it we have full discussions about it when we're not playing because i that's what it's like to be married to me i'm a horrific person to be married to (laughs) but you know like as him as a first timer like he's actually comparing it to 15 which is his first one and I mean, like, not comparing it as in, like, oh, it's the same, but that's his only reference to Final Fantasy games, and, you know, he loves it. So I got to say, I highly recommend. (laughs) And you can come at me if you get it, and then you're like, die, why? Why did you tell me, die, to do this? This was arduous. I'm sorry. It's the Final Fantasy machine. Yeah, like, I guess I recommend it. It's hard for me to do it from inside the bubble. I just, like, don't know... Look, there, there. Cloud works for a team called Soldier. If you think about that, and you're like, Bill, that's stupid. That's a stupid name for an organization. I'd be like, Yeah, you're right. And that might mean you don't want to play this game. But I totally did. I think I'm gonna go for like platinum on it. Honestly. Really? I think so. All right. I mean, the main hurdle, obviously, is that you have to beat the game on hard mode. That is the, <laughs> that is the main problem. Exactly. But I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see if there's a new game plus. Because if there's a new game plus, then right. yes, I would be more open to going for it. Wow. Please keep me up to date on that. Can do. I, it's, I'm, I'm sorry, but isn't Soldier an acronym for something? That makes it even... Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> it probably is. There's another thing that Shin-ra would be... Shinra operative... Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Look, it, 
Yeah. There's another, there's another thing later in the game that's just as dumb, but we won't get into that. It, it, I can't wait to know what you're talking about. I'll tell you when we... Fin- <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it when we finish the uh, episode, at least. I won't leave you hanging there. Perfect. Okay. That's all I had to say about FF7. Did you have anything else you wanted to toss in, Dai? Oh, uh, no, I don't. I, uh, I, it's, uh, it's all just all of my fantasies come to life, and it's uh, slightly annoying in a couple of places, and that takes away nothing from the experience for me. And that's what I think. That's my bottom line. <laughs> Die approved. The Final Fantasy nostalgia machine works. Excellent. Glad to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, i mean, there's other stuff I've been playing. I don't know if I... I mean, we've been going already a pretty long time. Was there anything else you wanted to cover here, Diana? I mean... I'm good. I, uh, I've been playing a lot of stuff. We'll continue playing a lot of stuff. Let's just save it for the... Uh, subsequent episodes that we do yeah yeah that sounds I mean, good yeah a, a lot of great games have come out and what a what amazing timing for great games to come out we are in that sense lucky in in that very specific sense we are lucky that a bunch of great games came out <laughs> right now and uh not to be too gloomy about it but just for people out there listening cherish these games savor them because we might not see this kind of like stretch of games coming out with this frequency and in this short period for a while yes um i do i do want to add that i i thought that i beat dragon quest 11 and i actually didn't i was only like 60 hours through and i guess it's a hundred hour game (laughs) so it has a false ending okay uh, right it does. So I don't want to talk about that because it made me mad. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about it later. <laughs> we'll keep that in our back pocket then. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then, uh, die. I think we'll call this episode of So Many Bits to a close. Uh, if you want people to find you anywhere online, where can they find you? Hey, what's up? Instagram, die Billick. Twitter, Die Billig. My website, diebillig.com. And if you're lucky, you probably find me on every gaming console. It, it's in my secret, my secret name, which is not Die Billig. Ooh, that's all I got. <laughs> is it by Dillick? <laughs> no, but it should be. Yeah, keep it in mind. Just, you know, save that one for later. Uh, <laughs> I will. As for us, we can be reached by email at so many bits podcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, we're so many bits on there. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at so many bits. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Please rate, interview, or download from Simplecast or stream via Spotify. We play games, twitch.tv slash so many bits, Wednesday and Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time. Recently, I've been making my way through Final Fantasy VI. We played some castle crashers on there played some resident evil 3 and of course magic the gathering uh, you can check out nerdlogs.com for this podcast plus a bunch of other great nerdy podcasts and last but not least thank you very much for listening have a great summer